Welcome to the Self-Growth Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Marie, a courage coach, creative soul, and adventure seeker. Since thru-hiking the Pacific Crest Trail in 2019, I'm on a mission to help you embrace your most confident self so you can achieve your dreams too. If you're eager for deep conversations, big questions, and meaningful connections, join me on the quest to discovering how we can create a more magical and memorable life. Hello nerds, how are you? I'm good. They say about writers that writers write the books they need to read. And this is true for me today. I'm recording the podcast episode I need to listen to. I've been thinking a lot about relationships recently, and especially the relationships I've lost in the past that I think sometimes for the wrong reasons. I can feel this pattern creeping up on me again, and I want to deal with it differently now that I have more tools. Here's what this pattern looks like that I've seen myself replicate a few times in the past. You love someone, okay? Not necessarily romantically. It could be a partner, but it can also be a friend or family member. You love someone, and then something happens to them in their life that makes them unhappy, or something does not happen, but they're unhappy. And you love them, so you want them to be happy, and you have thoughts about what they should do to be happier. So you share your thoughts. Here's what you should do, friend, lover, or family member, to be happier, but they don't listen. Or they listen, but they don't do as you say. And from your perspective, they keep falling into the same trap again and again, no matter what you tell them. So you lose patience, you get more and more annoyed, until you just get tired and become distant, and either you lose this person, or the relationship just loses its magic and the connection that used to bring you together. So, can you think of a relationship in which this happened to you? Thing is, we suffer when we have this image of who the person should be. We have this clear portrait of who they could be if only, and they're not. And the distance between who they are in reality and who you see them as being is where the pain arises. We're like, look, I have this picture of you being happy and thriving in my mind. And if you could just follow my advice, you could get there so easily and we'd all be so much better off. You'd be happy and I'd feel better. And please, (laughs) it's kind of like when I was watching The O.C., the TV series, when I was a teenager and I was screaming at the TV, like at the characters, just do this. Why are you being so stupid? Just do this and it's going to make your situation so much better. And my mom would laugh and she'd be like, it's a TV series. There would not be a TV series if these characters just acted like you want them to act. Calm down. It's just a story. <laughs> I got I used to get so involved. And that's true as well now. I 
get really involved in the well-being of the people that I love. I see everyone's potential or what I perceive as their potential and I have thoughts about what they should do to fulfill that potential. And I'm allowed to share them, my thoughts, but then what they do with my advice doesn't belong to me at all, even if they're a client. Now think about that relationship you pictured earlier. You know exactly what you want or wanted them to do, right? You could have written like the steps that this person needed to take, in your opinion, in order to be happier. The thing is, we're allowed to have opinions and to share them, but, but, and it's a big but, we have to disassociate our love for them and our own well-being from whether or not they listen to our advice. Just like when giving a gift. If you give a gift with the expectation of receiving a certain reaction or another gift in return, you'll spend your life being disappointed. You can't think like, oh, they're ungrateful. Like if I had received that gift, I'd be so happy. I'd be, I'd be over the moon, but they're not you. And expecting them to react as you would does not serve anyone, and creates frustration for you. Recently, my cousin's daughter came to spend a weekend with Ollie and I, and she's a teenager. Let's say she's not very expressive, and a part of me thought she should say thank you more. And then I caught myself thinking that. And I brought myself back to, why am I doing this? Why am I inviting her in our life? It's because I want her to spend some time away from her family, experience a different reality, receive love and affection. I want her to feel special and to just have quality time with family members. It's not to feel better about myself, although that's sometimes where our conditioning might take us. We have to bring ourselves back on why we're doing something and make sure we're doing it for the right reason. If you give advice or if you help someone you love with specific expectations of either them doing as you told them to or reacting in a certain way, first, you'll spend so much time being disappointed and second, you're not really helping them. You're helping yourself. If you're doing this in order for you to feel a certain way, it's not really helpful. I read something recently that blew my mind. It was along the lines of, the potential you see in others is not real. It's what you would do in their situation. And that was a bit like a slap in the face for me as a coach, because I tend to think I see everyone's potential but it's rooted in what matters to me. For example, recognition and excellence matters to me. So I tend to look at my friends' lives through this lens. One of my friends, a photographer, I think she should be top in her industry. One of them is a singer. I think they should strive to be the best. One of them is a director. And I ask them about, oh, what's their dream project? And in my mind, they should want a certain 
kind of status in their industry, but that's just me. And who am I to transfer my values onto them? What do they want? What's in service of them? What's going to make them feel proud, make them feel good about their life? Same thing with my clients. It's all too easy to impose my views onto them and what they want to do. But that is selfish. And I want to turn it back to you. Imposing your values on the people around you doesn't serve them like you think it might. You want to erase yourself and see what is important to them and push them in that direction. And I'm not judging you if you do, because I was this person like last week, okay? And I need to watch myself every day to make sure it's not about me, it's about the other person. And how can I support them in embracing who they are and what matters to them? But for that, you need to get curious and not assume that what's important to them is the same thing that are important to you. You need to ask questions. Why? Oh, why do you do it this way? Why do you think about this this way? Not assume that you understand them. That's what unconditional love means to me, is I love you, not on the condition that you do what I think is best for you. I love you, final stop. No matter your mistakes, no matter your values, I love you. Don't get me wrong. This doesn't mean you have to stay in a relationship. You can think, I love you and your life choices don't make me want to be around you anymore. I love you and where you're going with your life doesn't make me want to follow. I love you and I disapprove of the way you lead your life, but you're an adult. So you get to do what you want with your life. And so can I. And you know what? You can even say, I no longer love you because I strongly disapprove of the way you lead your life. But still, you're an adult, so you get to do what you want with your life. And so can I. Sometimes it's just really sad. As a recovering perfectionist, I want every relationship to have a clean ending. And I'm learning that this is not always possible. We got to learn to be comfortable with things being imperfect and things ending in a messy way. Breathe in the mess and breathe it out. Not everything is controllable. Not everything is going to end like a movie. Although we've been conditioned to think it should. (laughs) All right. So that's it for this week. Love your friends, your family, your partner, but don't expect them to act a certain way to make you feel better. You're in charge of your own well-being and you got to trust that they are on their own journey, that they're doing their best in the moment and that what works for you doesn't necessarily work for them. And maybe what you can do to better help them is just to love, love, love. And keep in mind, you're always free 
to walk away from a relationship if it doesn't work for you anymore. All right. Bye-bye. You just listened to the Self-Growth Nerds podcast. Make sure to subscribe and to find me on Instagram at Self-Growth Nerds. If you want individual help developing the confidence to create a more meaningful and exciting life, visit selfgrowthnerds.com today to learn how. Finally, I want to thank my friend Etienne Galano for editing this. And I want to thank you, kind-hearted souls, for growing into your truest, most courageous selves every day and making this world a better, more beautiful place. My name is Marie, and I will talk to you next week.